and welcome to the returning YAMC podcast with me, Chris Clark and Lewis Pack. Now, Lewis, I said to you when we last done one of these that we wouldn't do one until we were another one until we were top of the league. Well, and there we go. It's like we, we might have taken a few more months, but we've, we've got there. It's been a while. It's been a while. And um, for a variety of circumstances, we've uh, not been on the air for about eight months. But yeah. But with the team in fine form, we've decided to make a return. We're not glory hunters or nothing, no. no we no. promise. Well, we wouldn't support Concord if we were glory hunters. Well, this is true. This is true. Yeah. But um, there's a lot's happened since we last recorded, um, which I don't think we've really got time to go over. I think it's best to uh, really look ahead. Yeah. And with a new squad of players, barring uh, a few exceptions from last year, a new squad of players... Uh, take the shape under new management and certain new coaching staff as well. Um, and it's been an encouraging start to the season. Well, two wins out of two. And Lewis, you, I don't do a ways out of Essex. <laughs> so you're, you're, on, you're a man on the scene for the Oxford City away game in which I don't think we've ever won there before, have we? No, we've never won there. And we've taken a couple of hidings there as well. So um, we went there a little bit. Well, didn't expect a lot, to be honest. Um, tough place to go. Comments you, can, you always hear. You always hear from people. Um, tough place to go. You look at the results last year. They beat Chelmsford there. beat Dartford there. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's not an easy place to go. Um, obviously, new squad. Um, pre-season. <laughs> depends how you look at pre-season. Results-wise, people look at and think, what on earth's going on? But, obviously, there's a process to go. All the process from the first day there was into that day to Saturday 3rd of August um, so obviously we went into it I think I think everyone was excited and you know Scopes he couldn't wait to get, get have his second debut as manager um, and yeah it was, it was exciting obviously all the talking was done when it you know we, all the changes had happened the squad was in place and was you a little bit apprehensive because we, you, you talked about the friendlies there and I only went to one and that was the Millwall one and I could see a team shape taking place there. I saw enough in that friendly to think, OK, there's a basic team shape taking place here. But I'm not going to lie. There were a couple of disappointing results in the friendly. I know you shouldn't. It's not all about results in friendlies. But there was a couple of, I like, think, oh, I weren't expecting that kind of thing. So was you a little bit apprehensive? Um, like I say, I, I do try and ignore pre-season results, but I say some of them were a little bit hard to ignore. But um, I suppose it's, it's a new season. You've got what 16 new players to blood. There's always going to be apprehension there, but I think it was quite. I think it helped in the fact having Oxford the first game because it sort of went under the radar. Um, we'd never won there, so it's not like we've got a record to lose as such. If we'd, be, we'd always if we'd been there every time and won, then I suppose obviously changes it so I think we've quite the fixture gods are a little bit kind to us um as hard as Oxford is to go like I just mentioned of course um I just think probably the, it was the perfect perfect opportunity for us to get going um so yeah there was a bit of apprehension but I suppose it was nervous excitement to get the season underway and get Danny Scopes Conkle back again um so yeah it's yeah apprehension don't get me wrong but I suppose nervous excitement with it as well so yeah so I'm looking forward to so it what, when it's starting. What was, what was so impressive? Obviously, we won 3 0. Um, 
Tyrus, what were the three most impressive things from that performance? Um, the hard, the, the, the fitness and the hard work. Honestly, from the boys did not stop from the first minute to the last, and they pressed, they harried, they won second balls, they won knockdowns, won tackles, uh, recycled the ball really well, um, and it was a 90-minute performance in quite. It was hot. It was getting hotter as the day went on. Weirdly enough. Um, Obviously on difficult difficult surface because 3G we've not got a great record on 3G either. Um, so yeah, the first one was definitely the the fitness and the hard work and Harry and that I think I, I think anyone that knows Scopes he knew he was going to get a team that's going to work hard. So that was obviously. Is that change, is that changed from last season? Um, it depends what to to an extent no. Um, obviously we did work we had a hard working team last year. Um, but I just felt we had we had a slightly different edge to that this, on Saturday um, and Tuesday. We're going to Tuesday in a minute, but I felt that it was sl- it, there was a slight there's more of an edge to it. It's more of a bite to our team. Yes, uh, what I noticed for the first first game was more of a bite to the fitness and getting around the park and backing each other up. You know, we got the team spirit that we had last year, so we managed to get 16 new bodies in and still have. A strong, a strong team spirit. I know it sounds stupid in the first game, but you can see the boys were working for each other. Um, you know, say getting around the pitch, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have said his first game of the season where they were able to get about for the whole 90 minutes. No one was struggling for fitness or anything. So definitely impressive. Um, the second thing was the quality that we've we have got. Um, obviously, we've gone slightly different route this year. Um, criticism from from outside obviously for lower going to the lower levels and academies and stuff but i tell you now the, the qualities of some of the players we've got and it's evident first game of the season obviously noobs playing left wing was untouchable um blanche in the middle his ball his ball retention and quality of passes superb and yeah crashes heart it crashes hard work he didn't stop running uh, i don't think he stopped running from Jews either um you know, Chris Hagen goal made an encouraging debut. Um, so obviously that was a worry. Obviously, get signing players from a lower level was quality. Well, we've got that in abundance. I think it's clear to see we've got that in abundance. Yeah, already. I don't think when you sign players from a lower level, you can't be guaranteed that they're all going to come off, are they? There's no. Well, although to say that, with any, if you then said, okay, we go a different route and we take players from a higher level on their way down. Then you then you sometimes you've got a question whether they've still got the in them to push themselves. Yeah, the drive and ambition. I yeah, think exactly. we've seen that in the past at Ebbsfleet when Jamie Day went in there. You look at these Billericke signings which they which they've made. And I think there's only one of them, Matt Reed was the only one who start who started the two games. I think and the rest of them have kind of not yeah, I think you're. I think you've got either injuries or something. I don't yeah. know the two means and outs, but yeah, you're right, yeah. right. But there are there are two ways. Yeah, there are two ways. To do it. And like I say, if you then go for these younger players with a point to prove, or just or just even not even point to prove, maybe been rejected at a level before, or just on their moving through the the pyramid, then with yeah. Concord, they're never a club to stand in a young player's way. Alex, it's, no. a, it's, it's a win-win, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's sort of the obviously the route the boys have gone, the management have gone down. Um, we've done, we've we've got a good track record in the past, and obviously under 
Scopesy and Danny Cowley, um, and then obviously formerly Cowley with that, um, about giving the boys a platform to, to succeed again, whether they've had knockbacks, whether they've, they've ended up at a lower level for one reason or another. Um, it's giving them the platform to succeed a higher level. Um, you know, I think I think it's clear to see that Scopesy, Adam Drew, Roach, you know, given these boys every ingredient they can to succeed um, from the first two games, and if they can replicate what they've done so far, then you know the boys are going to earn what they deserve. And I think that's 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 everything you've seen so far is you've got boys out there that want to play for the club which first and foremost they want to play for Concord they want to do well for Concord then obviously it gives them the platform to succeed at say most of them play uh, quite a few of them is the highest level they've played at um there's a couple that have come down from the pro clubs who obviously want to get back um so yeah it's it's a good I think it's it's the mix Concord it's what we've done before it's what we've had success doing um it's definitely good to, to have gone back down that route as you know as good as last season was and get it, it wasn't really us in some ways with the type of signings we were making. Um, like it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was, it, enjoyable. As a fan, it was enjoyable. But you like you say, that wasn't really Concord. And now now we can talk about that in the past. That was just basically someone's ego trip. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, like we, we benefited from it for a season. Yeah. Off, but... Oh, to be honest, I think we all had the all had the the uh, the thoughts in our head. It could be a bit of a short term thing, and obviously it turned out to be less said about that the better. But um, we enjoyed it while it lasted, you know. Yeah. And I think we, I don't think anyone expected much different. Um, we managed to end up moulding into into a Concord side that it felt like we had Concord back last season um, in some ways. But now you look at the way we've gone, the way we've gone back to now. Um, that's only doors. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you know it's, it's the route we've gone down before. It's what we've had success doing, um, and we've we've ended up with a management and playing staff who just want to work hard um, and sort of take it from there, really. Which I think is, like I say, is evident at Oxford, um, and even more evident later on as well. So yeah, it's encouraging. Is that we've taken a couple from Haringey a couple from Haybridge kind of thing. So the players kind of knew, knew each other as well. Yeah, so um, I think that's a really good point is that, yeah, we've signed 16 new players, whatever it is. But if you look at it, you've got, I think it's four Haybridge players, three Haringey, Haringey players, and then a couple that had played with others before. Um, obviously, Joe Gardner played with a few of them before. So as much as it's a new group, you had sort of three or four mini groups that knew each other. Um which was, I think, was quite important. Um, and then, obviously, when you really you're only mixing in, you're not mixing twenty players together. You're only really mixing sort of eight players into four different groups, you know. And I think, and they've all got the same goal, which I suppose makes it makes it better. Um, they all want to drive for the same thing. And then when you look at it, you've got experienced professionals there in obviously Greeny, Minchell, um, both played God knows how many games in football league. So when you look at the mixture. Of what we've got, obviously Greeny and Mitchell saw the success last year, so they can pass that on and pass the, what they see the club as, and then yeah, I think you can yeah. add. I think you can add, even though he's not as old as those others. I think you can add Joe Gardner to that experience list as well. Yeah, he, he's, he knows he's played, what hundred games at this level as well, isn't he? So something along them lines. So yeah, I like say, <laughs> and to be to be honest, Joe knows and loves the club, which. 
when you go through transitions like like we've gone through again, it's what you want to do, and you need people in there that yeah that believe in the club, they love yeah. the club. Yeah. Like you say, if you're then bringing in a whole raft of players who who don't know the Concord way, shall we say, and if you've got guys there who know it, they can like can they can tell people what it's like, and just learn from that really. Yeah, and that you know that's uh, that's precisely it, and obviously. You had Roasty coming back as well. Obviously, he's experienced this level. I think, again, that really wasn't... It doesn't really feel like a new sign. Well, it feels like a new signing, but it just feels like you're bringing someone back that should should be there anyway. Um, yeah, I always felt he shouldn't have really gone. Yeah, I, I agree. He was one of the few shining lights in the uh, Flanagan era. Yeah, he was. He, he was a real bright light of that season. Yeah. He was at the club. Um, I think he was very unfortunate to have not been kept last season um, but say that's happened now he's gone out he, yeah. he, he, he didn't work for him at Dartford but no. I think in the long run like, if you look back he probably done us a massive favour in not working out at Dartford probably didn't help Bill for, for a season but he's gone out and kept he kept playing football obviously his previous club at Malden so he still was there and then he, he found a combination with Jack Corley which then helped us then helped us I admitted he, Bill's playing in a kind of holding midfield now but they know each other's game as well. So it's, another, it's another integration, isn't it? I was saying about the mini groups, you, you're bringing two from Malden, Bill and Jack. So, again, it's, it's easier for Jack because at least he knew someone. I'm sure he probably knew a few of the Haybridge boys as well. But, you know, you say it's just all about having that. Yeah, and people know each other. And the, and the ones we've retained, even like Aaron Pollock, who was at the club last season, was in and out the side. But I, from what I saw, I only seen the the Chelmsford game, and you probably know more about the Oxford. So he's looking settled. Yeah, he, he got a tough ride last season, didn't he? We, we, a lot of people obviously saw Aaron in and outside, and, you know, I felt he played quite well last season. Whenever he did play, whenever he was given the opportunity, he did play well. Um, he was unfortunate, obviously, when players that were signed at the time and and whatever else. Um, but it's a perfect opportunity, really, for Aaron, obviously, one well, of four retained. He kept his head down, didn't he? He didn't create a scene, so, did he? Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, he's done him, that's worked in his favour this season. Um, you know, if, if he did kick up a fuss, you never know what could have happened. But he's kept his head down, and circumstances have meant that obviously he's one of the ones that stayed, and he's started both games. And I think he had a really, really good game against Chelsea Tuesday night. Um, he played well, obviously, well, not, he did play well Saturday as well. Um, but yeah, it's a big opportunity for Aaron, really. Obviously, come out the pro, one of the ones that come out of the programme from Orient. Um, I'm sure he'll obviously want to go back that way. So, you know, he's got he's had a year of gathering experience again. There's another, I'll say, a good year to, for him to push on now as well. And hopefully, we see the benefit of you, that. You mentioned that he played well on Tuesday against Chelmsford. It's a fair argument to say that everyone played well. Yeah, it's a phenomenal performance. When it, let's, let's, we'll draw we might as well speak about that now, really, because you know, if you look to the if you look to the fixtures, um, I will admit I, I'll take credit for this that week and a half before the season, I was talking to Jack Junior and I said I can guarantee you, looking at pre-season results, where Chelsea had won every game, scored 32, conceded two, and obviously our mixed pre-season record, I said to him put money on Concord winning. Because pre- I just had that feeling in my in my gut um, that it just proved pre-season meant nothing. And obviously, or not nothing, nothing in terms of results, I mean. 
Um, yeah. And obviously, yeah, we go into Tuesday. Um, and the boys were superb. I think, you know, there was no nerve. We had a start of Saturday of probably 15, 20 minutes of nerves, which were gone. But again, in terms of there was no nerves. We played the game in the way we wanted to play it. Um, high press, intensity, um, hit, them, hit them hard on the counter, attack with pace. Um, and I think whatever scopes he sort of planned for him, said to him to do, they followed it to the letter because Chelsea, they've got a good side. They've got, they've got a good budget. You know, you look at some of their players in their squad, you'd sort of like, you're like, wow, very good players at this level. We made them look poor. There's no, for that first 45 minutes, we made them look poor, I thought. They didn't really have any clear-cut opportunities. We defended well. Um, and we got the ball into the right areas. And we played in the right areas as well. And I think some of the football we played Tuesday night was was of the, of the highest quality. Some of the I, I, lost one count, I lost count the amount of times we pinched the ball off of them 30 yards from their goal. Yeah. And that thing is that, that is a that is testament to what Scopes he wants as a team. He wants a high-press, high-intensity and not letting them out. Obviously, I think Chelmsford should look to try and play a bit more football. Um, they can't. I think no, they can't. You're right. <laughs> but every year you see from a string of side, he's looking to like developing more and more into a football inside. Um, fair play to him for that. But you say we we stopped him playing. Um, you know, we, say we did. We that first half we got the ball. We took the ball from in some really good areas, or they give it away from. Well, they, they lost the ball in their half. That Chelmsford team's weaknesses is the centre backs. There's no Both. pace. Yeah, no, both defensively and distribution-wise. Yeah. Neither of them them can pass the ball out of defence, and they're both very slow. So our formation and tactics was bang on for that game because we chose three... Well, I I think with the three forwards we've got, they're interchangeable. They can all play along that right, left or centre. Yeah. Yeah, but we put the quickest one, in my opinion... Ikari in the middle, he just unsettled those two centre backs from the first minute. Yeah, and what what he allowed to do, obviously, because there was in a focus on Ikari because of his pace, it then allowed Noobs a lot more chance to be one on one rather than having the right back in centre half with him because Ikari's occupied both centre halves because of his pace. It meant Noobs had an extra five ten yards after beating the right back to sort of keep going. And also um, Sean on the. Um, Right-hand side just kept his... The left-back was just pinned in. Yeah, and obviously that's Sean's debut. didn't play any part on Saturday. Um, yeah, it was an encouraging debut from any, anyone to be happy with that debut, really. So, so he kept Fraser occupied. He, he, Fraser's a good left-back, and he made him look slightly average. Um, still played well, but he, he definitely gave him yeah, a hard time. Right, give him a rough we his know money. Fraser's strength is going forward. Yeah. And we are like, we, Sean actually stopped him doing it. Yeah, if you can keep him in his own half, he's just a run of the mill. Yeah, left back. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Sean done both jobs really well. You know, he he did stop Fraser getting forward quite well. Um, and yeah, offensively, he did give him a, a did give him a good ride, you know. And he'd say he's interchange, they are interchangeable. Obviously, Noobs can play through the middle, Dakari can play left, right, or centre. But say we, we exposed Chelsea's weaknesses on Tuesday night. And for the first 60 minutes, it looked like only one winner. Um, they sort of had a good spell from 60 minutes onwards, really, where we're obviously just looking to bank well, up the, and change the game off. We, we tired and they brought Notty on. Yeah, and, and, he, he, fed. and if, if he's got space in centre midfield, 
then his range of passing will hurt any team at this level. Well, his, yeah. his range of passing, to be honest, will hurt teams in League 2 and 1 if he's given time and space. So, yeah. so that, yeah, was, that yeah. was a change in the game, I think. Yeah, and to be honest, it probably allowed us. It probably Stringer not doing it so early probably helped us out a little bit. But say when they brought Bill on, they brought Jamal Lozer on, and there was a change in shift. There was a change really. But even then, Chris, I didn't feel like they was going to score. Um, it wasn't. Know, uh, made, wasn't one. Oh my! Have they missed that? No, you know no. we made a couple of good and, and blocks and stuff. And in anything, we had the one chance. Oh, have we missed that kind of thing? Yeah, 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 we did. Um, it was only when they scored that, well, the free kick. Obviously, there was actually there's actually a foul in the build in the build up. So the first fight, the first, there was a first foul that was ours, and that led to the foul that was given for Chelsea, which scored for a free kick from. But obviously, it was a bit hard done by there. But the geezer from 30 yards, massive selection has gone in, and that gave them the impetus to absolutely hit us for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and really, really go at us. And that's where obviously Chris Haig coming to his own. Um, two centre halves coming to their own as well, um, and then you know we we rode, may have rode our luck a little bit to finish it off. I think, um, I think you've but, got to though if you're playing against a team a perennial playoff position team, you're gonna have, you're, you're gonna be a stage where you're gonna have to ride your luck. And you're gonna have, yeah. yeah, and the thing is, like at the end of the day, centre halves and goalkeepers get paid their money to make last hit tackles and make saves. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're never going to get a game against Chelsea where your keeper does not a lot. Um, Chris coming to his own with some with two or three unbelievable saves. And then, obviously, um, Aaron and Jack put their bodies on the line a couple of times. Um, obviously, Crash made one out unbelievable header at the back post to stop, it, um, stop the attack. But, so, I, I didn't feel in any danger until they scored that first goal. So, for 80 minutes, or 79 minutes... You felt like Concord always can take the three points. Um, obviously, we ended up taking three points. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it was always nice beating the, uh, the the old enemy as such. The new well, the new enemy, I suppose, the rivals in our division. Um, I think that's I think that's three games unbeaten against them now. So it's been a couple of years since they've beat us. So you know. yeah, the last time they beat they beat us one nil at home, didn't they? Well, they it was under under Flan. They beat us home and away. Yeah. Um, and then obviously didn't lose last year. We beat them and drew. And then obviously we beat them again. So I think since being in the Conference South, I think we've got a better record. And we've we've definitely got a better record. Which, considering the size of the two clubs, is phenomenal really. And it's nice to obviously kept that well, going. They they kind of don't like us, do they? Because they they think we shouldn't be in the division, and they they look down at us, but. At the end of the day, it's all about results on the pitch. Yeah, and exactly that. You know, it's exactly like they, they obviously feel they don't shouldn't be in the division. They've been in the playoffs, God knows how many times, and they've got their own problems getting out of the division. But, you know, they are a good side. Let's not, let's not lie about the situation and say, you know, let's not put them down too much. They're a really good side of a, of a manager who knows this level like the back of his hand. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you play not when you play each other, it's ninety minutes on the pitch, and yeah, you know, and we we seem to have a knack. And Saturday, just uh, sorry, Tuesday, sort of kept that going really, and it was a nice it was a nice feeling. It was a nice feeling. And when when we saw at the end of the uh, the end of the game that we had we were top of the league, it was uh, a nice well, little nice. Yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, you say that, and now you look ahead to our next fixtures. Yeah, 
and you think I know you don't want to get too big headed or too ahead of yourself, but you're thinking, well, we could start there for a little while longer. Yeah, that's, I think you just hit the nail on the head there, though. You don't want to get ahead of yourself. You yeah. know, we've had two really hard games. You know, Oxford will be Oxford may not necessarily finish where I think they should this year because they're a lack of goal scorer. Uh, they lost Hashi Manga, um, but other than that, they were exactly the same side that should have finished high in the league last season. So I think they'll do well. Chelmsford, as we know, they're going to finish up there. So when you when you think about the fact we've got six points out of them two, yeah, you need to you look at Slough and Tunbridge, and you you know you would automatically sort of assume we can't assume in this league any no. team can beat anyone. Um, we need to be, we need to play the same intensity, same same want for the ball and everything as we did for the last two against Slough and Tunbridge. When you've got to play eight games in the month, this is the issue. Um, I think obviously we found it last year, didn't we? Where we went, we was unbeaten for the first seven and then got an absolute spanking um, yeah. because we'd just run out of legs. Um, so it'd be quite, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how we recover to Saturday. Um, but um, yeah, so when you think about it, just try the recovery from it. It'll be interesting how they recover. Was he training? There's training sessions tonight, but they're. Them, them boys are seriously fit. I saw a couple of pre-season, uh, a couple of pre-season, they're seriously fit. Um, so, Scopes will be into them. I'm sure the recovery will be good. Um, so, yeah, so you've just got to try and keep it going. Yeah, it's eight games in the month, but one step at a time. Once you get through, once you get through this week, and it goes back to a Saturday to Saturday. So, you know, it's, yeah, and then you've got a couple over bank holiday, isn't there? Yeah, the, so you yeah. go from the 17th, once yeah. we play Dulwich next Saturday, they get a seven-day rest, and then yeah. you play two to finish the month off. Um, so as much as you say it's eight games in a month, you do get a little rest period. It's um, not a lot. I feel sorry for the boys, I must admit. Um, but we've got you yeah, know, we've got, now, tw- we've got 20, 21 players at the moment yeah. in the squad. So It's weird that you've got one-fifth of the season is in that first month. Well, it's in less than a month, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously the National League have done it to try and eradicate any fixture congestion. Obviously, we're our first two seasons as a conference. Jesus Christ, I've never seen so much football in April. Um, obviously, we played, a, we went for a stage of five games in seven days. Obviously, the National League, in line with the FA, have obviously tried to avoid that situation again. Um, they want to try and get, try and avoid the Tuesday. Obviously, once the FA Cup starts as well again, then you potentially lose Tuesday. So, I can see the logic. But he tipped me. It's a logistical nightmare. The sides, though, doesn't it? Sorry, was that? It plays the bigger side. The larger sides, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And if, if you obviously, like I say, Chelmsford's squad probably got there, like four or five players who get in most conference south teams on in um, in track. So it's watching the game for uh, Tuesday. So yeah, it does favour them. But I say we've actually got a big squad at the moment. We're, we're carrying 20, 21 players um, for a variety of reasons. But obviously, we should have the bodies there and. You say they're fit. They are fit boys from what I've seen, and they all want to. They all want to work hard. So, so you want to try and manage that. The management team will manage. That. Obviously, you saw. We see Joe Claridge played Saturday. Um, got in team of the week and what didn't play Tuesday. Obviously, that's managing the fact we've got two left backs. You might as well utilise the fact you've got two left backs. Greeny didn't play. Yeah. He didn't play Tuesday for Saturday. So you know they've already started the process of managing minutes. Um, I managed him in his really well in pre-season as well. It's quite good on the bench on Tuesday night. Um, Organising, kind of giving out hints, or hints and tits, sounds like a computer game, but giving out <laughs> giving out like advice off the bench as well. So he's obviously got, because 
Greeny can't play twice, 90 minutes in three. No. Three. But if you've no, got experience it. on the bench. Yeah, that, that's where Greeny's been coming to his own this season. You know, there's no doubt in the boys' quality. You know, he don't play championship football and whatever else he's done without quality. So he's always going to have the quality. I think this year's a great season for him to be well, he's club captain. So, you know, he's got responsibility. He's got young boys that want to learn off him. So, it's great responsibility. And, you, you know, having him around the squad's brilliant. And so, when he's on the pitch, he's a leader. And when he's off the pitch, he's a leader. So, you're going to get you're going to get a lot out of Greeny this year, I hope. I imagine and I hope. Um, so, let's say, when he's on the bench, he's giving advice and stuff to, to boys that are like sponges. They take, they seem like they take everything in that they're told or advise, you know. So, it's brilliant. He's brilliant to have around the club. Um and obviously, you'll see his quality. Even when he come on, come on Tuesday, some of the things he was doing with the ball and that, it was what he wanted to do at the right at that time of the game. So when you're bringing someone on with two, three hundred football league appearances with 25 minutes to go, you know what you're going to get. So, so yeah, it's, you know that's what I was saying about he can manage Greeny's minutes and just manage the squad's minutes. I think we'll be okay. Um, so we just got to focus on the for the next focus. Obviously, Slough Saturday home game. Um, obviously going to be quite tough opponents they were last season chucked away took... chucked away a win against them last season didn't we yeah we did obviously we only took one point off them as I say I didn't go to the away game last year from all reports I think we they sort of stole a one nil win off us there and obviously they stole a point off us at home but they're an hard team to play they know what they're, they know what they're about they're a squad that's been together for a few years now so you know they know each other's game but in the day, we've got some raw ability there, and and say a couple of players who just had that little bit of difference. So difference that we, as good as the squad was last year, I think we've got a couple of players who were probably more even more exciting than last season. You look at Noobs, what that boy can do on the ball is quite scary, and you know he's already being likened to Lyle Taylor. And I know last year we obviously compared Sam Blackman and Nicky Cowley, but yeah. there's quite a big comparison there for Joel Newbell to be at Lyle Taylor, obviously Championship footballer now. So. You know, when you draw comparisons of that quality, um, he'll scare he'll scare any defence. And oh, if yeah. he's on his if he's on his game Saturday, then Slower in trouble. Which I don't think he realises how good he actually is. No, and you know, <laughs> I, I think you're right. And you know, it's, it's to our benefit really. And he he is getting more belief in himself. You know, yeah. and you can see that. And every time he beats someone, there's more and more belief. He's playing with a smile on his face. Um, boys love him. He loves playing. We can already see in two games he's had. He's, he's loving playing already, um, and we'll definitely see the benefit of having a, a fit, a happy Joel Newbell. I think throughout the season, um, excited to see him. It just it gives you excitement every time he gets the ball. Which, as I say again, as good as squad last year, I don't. There wasn't a player that excited me as much as he is this year so far. Well, that's just um, one of the fan, isn't it? When you want somebody to get you off the edge of your seat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, and to be fair to him, he puts in defensive work as well, which is yeah. which is brilliant. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be interesting. It's interesting next uh, well, six days, five six days. Obviously, go, go Saturday and go into Tuesday away, which is out of Essex, so you won't see it. Um, no. But you know, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's a good start to the season. Um, a lot to be positive about. Um, I'm sure, obviously Scopes he won't let him get ahead of themselves or he would never let that happen um, but yeah it's just an exciting time really but yeah it's a good time to wrap it up now I won't say when we'll be back for another one because that would we'll make no promises we'll make no promises 
but we probably will look to do one at the end of August. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah we'll touch base. We'll try and do one before the FA Cup starts at least. Then there's obviously. I think that's a good stage in the season for anyone. You'll see pretty. You've got uh, got a fifth of the season out of the way. Yes, um, yes. So it's almost like a review. So yeah, I'm sure we'll be back by then. Excellent. Thanks for listening, and Lewis, thanks for your time. Thank you.